Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is going on, everybody? Yo. Welcome. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome. Welcome to this week's Nerd On Update. We are doing you know a lot, a lot right now. This That's is what I'd say we're doing it lot uh, doing it raw. We are doing we're it. We're doing raw. it raw and live at the same time. Um give everybody a little bit of a background. This episode. Uh, well, this is the Nerd On Update. We do not normally do any sort of upfront business, but this week is special. This week is very special. Um, this is, episode is a celebration of the Nerd On Nation. The Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. Uh, they, The Nerd On Nation has grown so much over the past couple of years, and we set a goal that once we hit 40 members, we would do something like this. This is a Powered by Patreon live stream, and those that are listening on Apple Podcasts, there is a video version of this on, um, uh, well, on our Twitch, so check that out, um, and if you would prefer audio, just go on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, but uh, yeah, so this is the Nerd On Update. It is our weekly show in which we talk about the nerdy news that excites us and also asks ask. We ask questions. We answer questions of you, the people. Um, the people. But the people. And because this is different and people are new to this show, let's let's introduce the host. I am Josh. <gasps> are we, oh, oh, we actually introduced? Oh, oh. I thought you were making a joke about us introducing no. the host. <laughs> no, actually oh, Okay, hold we're on. Doing Time it out. Wrong. Time because out we never quick. introduced it. I was like, I was like, we, oh, he's making a joke. Oh, <laughs> I'm Corey. It's, it's, it's for the live show. Yeah. So for I'm Tom, but also real quick, everyone. Hello, everyone in the chat that's also watching us live. There was so much that happened in the green digital green room for make this happen. I'm so like, disappointed all, at my video all, quality right now. All that's of okay. our plant, all Makes of our plan mysterious. A's fell, yes. fell through. All of our plan A's fell through, and this is the plan Z. Um, but yes, <laughs> I am Tom, and uh last but not least. I'm Caitlin. Hi. <laughs> <What> you do? <laughs> there you have it. Uh, All right. So on um, this, yeah, like Josh said, this is the weekly uh, news show. We are going to talk about nerdy news that excited us and hopefully excites you. Um, it's good to, to to see all of you chatting in there. Um, but who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, go first, please. Because then people can stop paying attention to this video quality. Uh, <laughs> Corset 2021 dropped for Magic the Gathering. Uh, for the pre-release this weekend and dropped on Magic the Gathering Arena. Uh, it is a beast of a set so far. Uh, as Josh is very excited for, we got a lot of more vampires. Uh, yeah, we, we also did. have dogs and cats uh, mm-hmm. as a as a uh, kind of tribal, which is going to be a lot of fun. In fact, not just dog tribal, cat tribal, like dogs and cats you, as a tribal. Can you do me a favor? Because nice. you were streaming opening a box the other day, um, and you said this term tribal. Can you explain that to me as somebody who is brand new to tribal? Yeah. So it means it means that you're basically like building a deck that's based around one creature type, and they they synergize together. So there's like fairy tribals, or right now there's a shrine tribal deck that's out there, or uh, now cats and dogs, or zombie tribal decks. So it just means you have a deck that is based around a certain type of creature, and a lot of the times those tribal decks will uh, 
beef up the other cards. So you get a lot of zombie cards that say other zombies you control get plus one, plus one, or other zombies you control have death touch, stuff like that. So you combine those together to make these massive armies or or combos that just can pop okay. off um but but uh yeah I, I did some pack opening uh here on on uh twitch which was a lot of fun got some uh got my teferi that i was looking for i was yeah, very excited did. about that that was a lot of fun um but getting able to play it on uh arena against people challenges people with some decks uh i'm having a lot of fun with a we're gonna use this term again flying tribal deck so the the entire basis is that you just have creatures with flying and every time you have more creatures flying, everything gets better. Uh, so it's just flying, 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 all these things that have flying. That sounds uh, terrible. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. Uh, so that's been a pain in the butt. That's been my my entire uh, week Your and weekend since it dropped. Yeah, I, I just can't wait. I'm going to open some more, have some more fun. Uh, I can't wait to stream some of the decks I've been playing with on Arena. Ooh, so nice. how, is that is that going to be a major change in the MTG, uh, you know, meta of the game? Yeah, it's gonna, there's going to be a complete meta shift. Uh, you're introducing over 100 new cards into that pool that people can choose from. Uh, and so while flying was around before, uh, has definitely jumped up the list with the added cards that we have now. Because you have certain cards that are like, this card costs four to cast unless you control a creature with c- flying. Then it only costs one to cast, and good for you. Um, oh. So it's just it's stuff like that. It's gonna be mad. Well, like my madhouse. my vampire deck is built only of vampires, and I have cards that have life. They like gain life, but I also have, I also have cards that when I do gain life, they get a counter and get stronger. Um, well, the big ooh. combo with Vito right now is there's a six mana cost sorcery that says your opponent loses uh, half their life. And I think it says you or you double your life and your opponent loses half their life. Uh, and then if you have veto out, whenever you gain life, your opponent loses life. So Equal you pop that, that, that spell. <laughs> yeah, you pop that spell. They lose half their life. You double your life, gain gain double your life. And then they lose double whatever your life was. Oh, it's my crazy. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so like dope. there's I've been seeing some clips of people who who are like at like three health against someone who has 22, which is you start at 20 and they cast this one spell and it takes it down to like negative eight and they win the game. They're just like, Oh, one, one spell. That was it. Oh my God. One. So anyway, that's my news. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Who would like to go next? I'll go next. Oh, Josh wants to go. He was too excited. (laughs) He was too jovial. I can't take it away from him. Um, my news this week, uh, comes actually from the theater world, but also, uh, movie nerds can delight in this, I believe. Uh, it was announced this past week that Sir Ian McKellen will play the title character in an age-blind production of Hamlet. Uh, Awesome. It's very, very, I think as a theater person, it's very interesting to me and also something that I have really... It's kind of become, um, I don't know, kind of a passion of mine or something that I'm very like up in arms about, and that is ageism in entertainment. Uh, it's a very real thing, and people aren't talking about it. And mm. so to see something like this happen is very cool. I mean, Hamlet is normally somebody who's in their 30s. Some think that he's in his teens. Very young. Yeah, he's young. And so having an age blind production is pretty cool, but rehearsals are supposed to start in the next week. 
though, and it'll have all of the strict measures of like physical distancing, screening, hygiene, uh, personal wow. protective equipment, but they have no idea when they're going to actually be able to perform this in front of a live right. audience. So it's almost, and it's, uh, we've, we've talked about how this affects the, the movie experience and um, video game experience, but it's everything that's going on is having a huge uh, effect on the theater world, definitely because yeah, it's so. No theater is so. I mean, it's it's the live experience. So it's 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 you know it's a time. It's a time. Until we're Disney time. buys it, it's a time. <laughs> it's a time. Till Disney buys it, makes everyone a hologram, and they can all just do that. A hologram. Yeah, a hologram. That's a like that? just puts it on That's Disney a, Plus. That is just a, a image made out of completely the plant Holly. Which did I is say Holly? I probably did say Holly. Christmas. Well, so Caitlin, what is your news? I don't hate the idea, Caitlin. Oh, oh my God! All right, y'all. Okay, everyone's been getting excited for Cyberpunk 2077 for a hot, a hot old minute. I wanted to see that dick scale. So you know Cyberpunk 2077. That's very exciting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know of Studio Trigger, Gurren Lagann, Kill a Kill, Little Witch Academia. I do. Yes. <laughs> Studio Trigger and CD Projekt Red are coming together. There's going to be a cyberpunk anime. Ooh. Oh, dang. Whoa. Yeah. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. And Studio Trigger's going to. Oh, okay. All right. I got it. It's coming. It's going to be on Netflix. In 2022, I didn't know it was uh, going to be an anime. It. I just thought it was. Oh animation. no! Wow. It's it's a full. It's it's tells a standalone 10 episode story about a street kid trying to survive in a technology and body modification obsessed city of the future. Having okay. everything to lose, he chooses to stay alive by becoming an edge runner, a mercenary outlaw, also known as a cyberpunk. So Ali might watch it. Ali will probably watch it. But oh, wow. there's even more. So there's like, more. so Studio Trigger is like but this wait. is their t- this is their. I know seriously though. So like Studio Trigger is in their like ten years. This is their like ten year anniversary. So like this is kind of like the penultimate, like the fucking end all be all. Wow. Oh, it's Kayla so just good. got really I'm excited. So excited. Kaylin's a little nerd I'm on. Sorry, <laughs> I know I'm fucking nerded on right now. Okay, but I have to tell you who is going to do the music and I have to find their name so that I don't say it wrong. I'm Michael like, my... Bolton. <gasps> Island or Tortuga. No, no. no. Okay. Akira Yamaoka. Mm. Silent Best Hill composer. For... Oh, God. He's going to be so... doing the score. Ooh. Okay. I mean, I've only, I'm very yeah. familiar with the horror aspect of <laughs> their work, but I don't know how, like <laughs> cyberpunk music is, a little different, so it'll be interesting to hear. I'm 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 so ready. So so CG CD Project Red is I'm tripping over my words because I'm so excited and I want to get all these words out all at once, but I can't because I can't talk that fast. That's how fast I believe. CD Project Red is gonna be the producer on it. Studio Trigger is working as the animation studio. Uh and and uh Hiroyuki Imaishi, who did Gurren Lagan, Kill a Kill and Primari, is gonna be directing. Gurren Lagan is the most ridiculous show i've ever seen <laughs> it's i uh but oh but i yeah, love that show so, oh, I, so, don't, I mean that in a great way by the way i don't mean to no 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 i totally understand um but yeah so that's that's gonna be hitting netflix in 2022 Ooh. i'm excited i mean i i love i love how netflix has just 
gone double down onto <sighs> just anime. And it's interesting to see like the success with Witcher and then, you know, oh, like yeah. uh, Last of Us is getting a live action um, uh, treatment by Craig Mazin. So uh, it's interesting to see that Cyberpunk, you know, uh, you know, it hasn't even come out yet, but the anime has already been announced. Well, so like the hype for this is like unreal. Yeah. yeah. And and like, I'm so excited. Um, we, we literally just uh, had a big discussion about anime and our love of anime not an hour ago. And and entry points for people that don't know anything about anime. And I feel like this is going to be such a perfect way for people who are like, no, those are cartoons. I don't care about that. Having Cyberpunk 2077 as like your your entry point into anime. Yeah. And then like Studio Trigger always does an amazing job. So then they're going to be like, oh man, I wonder what else the studio has done. And then just like branching into all of that content, it's like we're gonna get so many good anime fans. More people. Well, I mean, it's it, you also have it, that kind of um, you have that coupling enthusiasm, and I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Yes. Um, you have the coupling of quote products, like you know, by the time this comes out, Cyberpunk will have been out already for a while, and given the uh, I don't know the scope of it, the hype of yeah. it. Uh, how much CDR really puts uh, puts into their their stuff, and how it's been the game itself has been delayed. Like I can't imagine that it's not going to be a amazing, amazing. So this will be like it's almost like DLC, almost. Yeah. It's just like it's like oh, I've got DLC uh, cutscenes. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it's funny that you mention it that way. Where like the game has already come out. Where like when we did Blade Runner back when like our first year of podcasting, um, Blade Runner had um, little anime shorts, and oh. some of them were um, directed by the guy who directed um, the Cowboy Bebop anime. And so it was like that nice, you know, blend and conversation yeah. of the medium at the same time. So um, yeah, um, I think that's really cool. Is that all for your news, Kaylin? Uh. I was very excited about a sequel of a movie that was also announced. Chicken Run. Oh, yeah. (laughs) On June 23rd, it was the 20th anniversary of Chicken Run. That is the highest grossing stop motion animation film of all time. Wow. By one of the greatest stop motion studios of all time. So good. And like, okay. Chicken Run was, was, uh, uh uh-oh, I lost Corey, but he'll come back. Um, but so Chicken Bye. Run, like, was all about escaping the farm and getting to a Bye. sanctuary. Sorry if I spoiled it. It's 20 years old. Sorry. <gasps> I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, so they I'm finally back. found. Hi, Corey. <laughs> so they finally found, like, a good story to do a sequel for it. And now it's going to be about going. Now they're going to break in. And, like, oh my God. they're going to so have a prison baby break chicken. Season two. I mean. <laughs> uh, we got to go back for my brother. But but the people who wrote Wallace and Gromit are going to be working oh, on the script. Wow. There's there's like a lot of heavy hitters from the stop motion world that are going to be working on the sequel. Oh, I that's forget, awesome. Uh, when the how it's going to go into full production starting next year. I don't know when the release date's going to be. But I was also excited about that. I'm just kidding. I'm very passionate about the things that are happening this week. As yeah. you should be. How dare yeah. you? Um, how dare I'm you? Glad, be happy. I'm glad that you you shoehorned a second topic in because my topic touches all topics in the world. Oh my god! Okay, it, do, it doesn't. It doesn't. Oh. So um, back back like a couple of days ago, you know, what I'm saying by the time of this recording, um, Warner Brothers had announced DC Fandom. 
So in August 22nd, they will have, uh, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific, um, a, a, a live event. And a lot of people have been talking about how um, with E3 and Comic-Con getting like so big and also just a little bit more consumer-focused, not really about um, the industry and the, the movers and shakers and the pencil pushers and stuff like that who you know, are there to meet people, to work on things, um, that companies should start doing their own um, conventions. And you know, in light of everything going on, we've been seeing that a bunch of companies have been doing that as well. So we've been seeing a lot of conventions you know, having these online Zoom um, conventions as well as, um, you know, uh, different uh, summer of games for IGN, you know, that these kind of impromptu events. So with Warner yeah. Brothers announcing DC fandom, this is their, in a sense, their uh, equivalent to what San Diego Comic-Con would have been, where they're going to announce a bunch of stuff. A lot of people are thinking that, um, Wonder, you know, Wonder Woman trailers, Suicide Squad trailer, Batman game, Superman game, maybe all that stuff. So everything that we've been talking about on our update show might come to light there. Mm-hmm. Um that being said, you know, recently Wonder Woman did change their um, release date on August 12th, but that also came in line that now Tenant is also going to be August 12th. Mm. Oh. So oh. two Warner Brother films oh. that are pretty much wow. the tentpole films okay. are going the same day. So I'm like, this feels like what happened with Infinity War and <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home where Infinity, oh, not Infinity War, uh, Endgame and Endgame was like, we're so close to getting two billion, but we can't. And I was like, well, because you made Aladdin, and then you put, or you put Lion King, and then you put Spider Man right next to each other. Yeah. So you just killed your Endgame money. And to me, it's more of it's a really interesting thing. It doesn't feel like it's a, the smartest move, but it feels like if there's going to be one movie you watch at the end of you know when you know restrictions start loosening up and everything like that, or when we flatten the curve, that it's going to be a Warner Brothers film. So I don't know if that's going to pay in favor to them or if it's going to push out further on. To me, I predict more pushes, more pushes in the future. Um, but that does come in light of perhaps the biggest news. Oh, boy. So excited this for this. This is a day of so big So Andy news. Muschietti, who directed the ambitious two-part film, It and It Part Two, <laughs> is now directing Flash. There's been a lot of conversation, you know, like... Will Ezra Miller reprise his role? Will uh, Kiersey Clemens reprise her role as Iris West? How does this affect the Snyder Cut? How does this affect you know, everything else? And is this going to be a standalone film? Is this going to be Flashpoint? Will Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Laura Cohen come in as Martha and Thomas Wayne? What's going to happen, baby? We don't know. We but do, know, we one do thing. know one thing now. We know that it is going to be a Flashpoint. And Michael Keaton will reprise, and this is a key word, reprise his Bruce Wayne role from I'm the Tim so Burton film from over 30 years ago. Yeah. Now, this is the crazy thing. It's you hear about, you know, you got um you got Michael B. Jordan, right? Who played fan, uh, Human Torch in Fox's Fan Four Stick, and then now is Killmonger. You got um Josh Brolin, who played Jonah Hex for DC, and then is Thanos. And so now seeing Michael Keaton go from Batman to Spider-Man and now back to Batman, it's he's now currently oh, Batman uh, to Birdman to Spider-Man, Spider-Man to Batman. To Batman. <laughs> so he's a man of multiple <laughs> worlds, multiple he's a man multiple creatures. Yeah, and so that's really cool and you know like there you know <laughs> how many people get offered the chance to play Batman? How many people get offered the chance to play Batman again? One, two, three, four, you know, and so it's it's kind of a it's crazy thing. Um Six. and so a little bit more from Hollywood Reporter, they are reporting, you know, a lot of who knows what's going to happen um, with it because a lot of people were expecting that a Flashpoint was going to be the vehicle to let Robert Pattinson's Batman 
come into the Snyderverse and stuff like that. We don't know what's going to happen in the Snyderverse. And a lot of people have been speculating that at the end of Zack Snyder's five-film arc, that Batman, Bat- Ben Affleck's Batman, was going to die at the end of it. Um, at the hands oh. of Darkseid. And it was going to be the ultimate sacrifice of humans, so it le- leads to their, the Justice League must stand for what he is. And so a lot of people are thinking, like, well, what's going to happen with this guy? And so what, uh, you know, quote-unquote reportedly is that Keaton's Batman will play, like, this background character, um, like, kind of, like, in the in the background of all these DC films, like a Nick Fury. And to me, I'm like, I think that's what Batman should always kind of be, where he's, like, always there. He's always like connecting Overwatch, things. It's like kind of like... But does this mean we could possibly get him in a Batman Beyond live action? Don't spoil it. That's my movie to make. I don't know. Who knows? But um, it's, <laughs> it's going to be all in my hands. We'll see. But, like, yeah, that's that's the interesting I thing because it, the door. It, 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 I think to me, um, right now, a lot of people were racing towards a connected universe. Now, yeah. with Spider-Man Spider-Verse, everyone con- is racing towards the multiverse. Um, and so Spider-Man was the first. And then Crisis on uh, Final Crisis that CW did was the next part. And so now with Multiverse of Madness with Doctor Strange, this is their step. So everyone's now going to come back to that. So it's it's crazy that you know he is you know it's 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 like high in reports, and, I, and I, I'm not going to take it from like cosmic book news or comic book news, but this is Hollywood Reporter, so it's their job to know what's in Hollywood yeah. going on. So knowing that that's the fact, um, we don't know about script. We don't know if there is going to be like that same flashpoint thing. But to me, I'm kind of saying like, yo, crack the whole thing open and say there's a Batman verse, and then do all the Batmans. You know what I'm feel saying? Like, like every all the so we all get the some Val Kilmer and George like Clooney galaxy brain. <laughs> yeah, get some Cal- Kilmer, get some you know, get get Christian Bale with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Be like, my back's broken, I can't do it anymore. So this is the guy. You know, do all of it. Like let so let let it happen. You know, it, it'll be crazy to see. But um, that's all the news I got. Um, I'm pretty excited, but we'll see. I mean, I, what has happened so far with the DC world? By Tuesday, this will be irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> by yeah, the time no. this episode comes out on our podcast, it'll be irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, so this, now this the second true. part. The second part of our show, and this is this is very, very special. Um, we uh, answer questions from you, the audience. If you are a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get what we call a Nerd On Nudge to the front of the huh? line. Uh, it is very cool that we have a live audience right now via our Twitch. Uh, those that are listening at home, do check it out, nerdon.io backslash Twitch. What we're going to do first is we are going to answer pre-selected questions that were sent to us from the Nerdon Nation. And the first question, now, one preface. In the future, if you want to ask a question, just send an Email to questions at nerdon.tv or go to nerdon.io backslash questions with a simple little form that you can put in questions for our regular uh, Nerdon update. This time's a little bit different because we are going to take questions from the chat. But yes. you literally can ask anything as even something like this. Jackie so think asks, of your questions now. What do you think the game of the year will be for 2020? It's hard because not a lot of games came out, right? And uh, um, for me, off the bat, what I think of the game of the year for 2020 will be. Um, What's a, is there a, tough. is there a selection It'll be the date? Electoral colleges. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> is it like, what, what was it? Beginning of the year to the end of the year? Like, how yeah. is that? I'm pretty sure. So for me, I'm going to say this. 
and this is a guess, and I haven't even played the game. Um, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be Cyberpunk. Mm. If if it's when not did they that, push back to this I year, November. November. It's September. Yeah, I was actually going to say probably Cyberpunk with with the clamor about it thus far, because as as much as like Last of Us Two is like a big deal, I don't think it's going to get that spot. No. I don't Just, I don't know. It's got a lot of controversy around it that I'm learning recently. Yeah. Um I personally really like Last of Us Part 2 and can see it as a very great game, a really good game, but I don't I haven't I haven't played Cyberpunk obviously. So Right. It, it you yeah, it's it's one of those things where you like can't comment on it until you've played it to know. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll I'll say this. I think a lot of the controversy came from a lot of like reviews and an audience weird kind of thing. But like, Cyberpunk hasn't come out yet, so they have nothing but hindsight to be like, "Cool, let's just not make make sure we did the same thing." Because I think a lot of people have a lot of um, um, reservations about it. It's it's a little weird right now. That question is a little weird right now, especially coming off the heels of like Last of Us. Because I think a lot of people actually really love it, but it's kind of you know, that fraction, that active fraction of people that, like, are just disavowing the game. Um, it's very interesting. Well, I think a lot of the response that I've been seeing is just, it's too, it's, the the world is so heavy and emotional right now that playing a heavy and emotional game is, like, it's just bad timing. Like, if it was at a different time, it probably would have been received a little bit differently, but um, not to say that it, it doesn't have great things about it, but I think it was just a bad timing for too heavy in a heavy time. Jo- uh, Corey, do you have an Animal answer? Crossing. I was going to say Ooh. Animal Crossing would be one, but then that's, I feel like the Game of game of the Year award always goes to like whatever. It goes to some sort of cap. epic, but that's what I think yeah. should win it. I think that game, A, came at the exact right time. And yeah. as a fan of the uh, the series since the, the GameCube days, this is especially with the new patch that came out where you can like swim and catch more f- different types of fish and all that kind of stuff. New recipes, uh, having a, I didn't hear uh, about that. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so they, I just saw my face react in like four different uh, ways. <laughs> I think it deserves to be game of the year because I, I do think, think I think it brought I, a lot of people together. Too. Yeah. I, 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 I think it brought to me, a lot to the, the table. That's the right answer. In all honesty, that's the right answer. But that, I, I know it, it usually goes to things like, you know, God of War or some sort of epic, yeah. usually a solo player. Some kind uh, of voice type over game. achievement. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if if that's the case, I'm just going to put my my ponies behind Halo Infinite then. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'll I, say- I don't know. I feel like Animal Crossing has some voice over achievement. It's it's hard to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh. <laughs> Uh, just to reiterate for any of the people who are watching us live, we will be answering questions from the chat. Oh yeah. And Go ahead and extending. start, start populating that chat with questions. We will, we will find it. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so next question, or this is going to be our final pre, pre going to be our, chosen. yeah. Uh, next question, uh, comes from Mitchell who asks, who is a director in director jail you think should direct a Marvel property. Oh, yes. Also, what property should they direct? Oh, man. Okay, so directors who are in movie jail, for those, I mean, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory, but, you know, it's directors who, like, Josh Trank, right? He did Fan Fan Four Stick and 
had a really bad beef with Fox, and then it's been kind of like that public humiliation and shame. And it's like, what's going to be his next film? Because typically, you never fail to oblivion. You just fail upwards. So that would be very interesting to see. So, Corey, do you have one or does someone have one on the, um, on the spot? I I have a couple written down here that I wanted to – I have like I have like two. Okay. Um, I mean, Richard Kelly, he did, did Donnie Darko. Okay. Oh. He directed Donnie Darko. I think he could take a smaller scale. Like I would love to see him do uh, – if it's, I guess, Marvel movies, I would like yeah, to see him yeah, do one of the street street heroes, okay. right? Uh, one of the ones we had a TV show, like even a Daredevil by the director of Donnie Darko would be oh, the shiz. Uh, and then my other, where where's my note here? Tamara Jenkins, who did The Savages. Mm. Uh, I think she could do a very character-driven Marvel film. Uh, again, I Tom knows this. I... Uh, I love superhero films that are are not necessarily large scale, but have a lot to do with like being grounded a little bit. Like Unbreakable, we talked about this a lot. Unbreakable is like such a cool concept to me to have a hero amongst people. Yeah, uh, and his his power isn't like I can reverse time. It's just like I am a hero and I want to be there because I I have to be. I don't necessarily want to be but I know it's the right thing to do. So I think she could take a story. I don't know if anyone here has seen the savages, um, but it's, it was with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, oh yeah. And it's pretty intense. Uh, Very. and I, I think she could make a really, really good Punisher movie. Mm. Oh, so that's my, those are my two. Ooh. Hmm. Um, Let's see it. Does anyone have an, another option? Edgar I, Wright. I don't know much Ant about Man. directors. No, I'm just kidding. Edgar Wright and Josh, Jesus Criminy. Edgar Wright, Ant Man? Is he in director jail? What did they say? No, he's not in director jail, no, but he's not. Marvel, Marvel said, We're Marvel. Oh. And that's it. And they're like, We don't give a shit about art. Anyways, go on, Josh or Caitlin. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know much. About, I'm only. In the last couple of years that I've been part of this podcast, have I even started learning about directors? I didn't even really know what influence You're a welcome. director had in a product, uh, in in like a uh, <laughs> in in the final final product. So I don't I don't know. I feel like it's sort of a pass because I don't know enough about directors to like make those kind of connections. If that makes sense, of like who's in director jail knowing enough about their style to be like, oh, they would be great to do this movie. Like, that's many things. <laughs> it's a lot of layers how, for it's you. It's a lot of layers for me. How about and that's, Aki- that's just not about, my expertise. How about Akiva Schaefer directing a um, Justin Hammer film trying to find information on Stark technology? You don't know Akiva Schaefer, Schaefer Kalen. This is the wonderful director who directed Hot Rod. Ugh. <laughs> He's done a lot more than that, but yes, he did do Hot Rod. Wow. Uh, I would watch the hell movie. out of that. <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that movie. It's like uh, Ocean's Eleven y, like Justin Hammer. A Justin Hammer movie? Oh my God. Are you kidding? And he oh, just by the way, dances I'm, his way I'll be t- I'll, while you guys are answering, I'm taking notes on all the questions that are being Good. posted. Um, cool. Josh, do you have do you have a, a, a real answer? Um, I mean, the, the kind of what Caitlin said, I don't know. Like, director jail, I hadn't even, until this question was posed, I had never 
I didn't even really know that there was a director's jail. And as looking up, I I see like Frank Darabont is on the list. He did like Shawshank Redemption. Um, There's an actual list. Collider. Collider, yeah. I mean, the thing Um, is, it's kind of like, there's not like an official jail, but it's kind of like, Caitlin, you know, let's talk about in the anime world. You fuck up. Are you going to get called? No. That's jail, right? That's literally jail. So okay. it's like YouTubers who do stupid shit behind the scenes and then they YouTube lose jail. millions of subscribers. YouTube jail. Got it. Like, um, yeah. So you have Frank Darabont, Josh, or you have someone else? Uh, Frank Darabont. Um, that's probably where I would go. I mean, Corey already took the other one that I was thinking about. Um, but Which um, one? Just so I know. Uh, Donnie Darko. He did oh, Donnie yeah. Darko. Um, oh. But... I love Shawshank Redemption, so it, it'd be, I'd be interested in seeing him do like a Marvel property, just seeing something that's so, and now for something completely different. Um, yeah, that's my answer. Tom? Um, mine is going to be um, Frank Darabont, and only because of what happened with Shawshank Redemption. Redemption, um, and my my story would be the Sentry in Marvel. Um, mm. So the Sentry, you don't, you may not know. But in Cap in in, Mar- in Marvel, um, there's the Super Soldier Serum, right? And so um, in some iterations, like when Captain America was created, um, all these companies try to make um, the Super Soldier Serum. And since the original serum is destroyed, um, they they have problems replicating it, right? Um, so the Sentry actually has a version of the serum, but it's like like godly powerful, oh. like. Captain America is like, I'm as strong as the strongest man. I'm the fast, fast man. Sentry is like, I could fly in space and I can like beat up the Hulk and I can oh. like, like I can lift up planets if I wanted to. But the thing is, there's the, the caveat. I'll give a shoot. Um, the caveat <laughs> is like, um, there is an evil inside of him called the Void. And the Void is like this null entity that if he loses control, can take over everything, can destroy, wipe out um, life on Earth. And there's a really cool story where he, um, Robert Reynolds, is the character who plays the Sentry, and he's, like, in his apartment, and the entire, like, arc is pretty much, like, him trying to figure out if that was all actually real, or if the Void and the Sentry are all just, like, parts, or just side effects of, like, taking steroids and drugs over a period of time. And it's that question of what your reality is. And I think with Shawshank Redemption, you know, talking about, like, um, Andy Dufresne's struggle with, you know, trying to, you know, be justified for his, you know, not murdering his wife, trying to escape, and also his relationship with Red. It's that same thing that you could pull on these tugs of like, are his real relationships with his friends real? You know, is his relationship to the world real? And is he truly a hero or is he actually just the, the side effect of this monstrosity growing within him? And mm. I think that's why Frank Darabont would be really fucking good. Oh, dang. Um, Dissertation. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom went to school for this shit. That's fair. I yeah. come from the YouTube University. Oh no. <laughs> uh, no. No. Uh, next next question. So yes. next question. Ne- next uh comes from actually we're going to our chat. Chat. And I got so it Cor- here for Corey you. Has the, Corey has the Mr. Questions. Bradley P asks which video game has the best food? Caitlin. Mm. Interesting. I don't know. I mean Breath it has to wild. be overcooked, right? Uh, I don't know. Breath of the Wild's food looks really good. Cooking Mama. Oh, isn't Monster Hunter also has? Isn't it the Cooking Cats? Yeah, you, in that? you make a food. You made food for the Palicos. Yeah. 
That's, or no, the I palicos mean, help you make food. That's that's the most delicious I have seen food when they're like just like massaging the meat and pouring gravy over on stuff, and you're just like, yes. So your answer is <laughs> Monster be, Hunter. Yeah, I think so. Josh mm. or uh, Corey? I'm not sure. Monster Hunter is a good one. Uh, Witcher Three was pretty good. The food mm-hmm. that they have, I mean, not necessarily a big part of the game, but like they would have on the tables and the feasts in the background and stuff like that. Looked really delicious. I have I have the right answer. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right, God. Wow. Oh, I know what it is. It's the it's the steak from Mario Party that you have to flip over. Oh, and cook that is really oh. good. That is really good. You see her. That does look really good. Um, mine is going to be the sushi from Pokemon Stadium. And you go, and it's, yes. it's, it's a mini game, and it goes, yo! You mean from the original one? Yeah. And then, like, all you are are just Lickitung's, and you're just trying to eat combos of sushi. And the better the sushi you get and the more combos you get of it, the higher your score is. And oh, if you eat the wasabi, then you lose points because it's too hot and all that shit. And it's like, oh, it's so good. And so like no, the number I one thing sushi. is to get is to get like the tamago. Or not tamago, but the the sushi, the salmon roe is the, is the highest one. Oh. Yeah. My, um, uh, my answer is actually the chat is already calling it out. Uh, the food in Final Fantasy 15 looked mm. uh, pretty <gasps> dope. Thank you, Mr. Bradley. I've always been curious about playing Final Fantasy 15, but now that I know the food is beautiful in it. I might pretty, start. <laughs> pretty beautiful. What was what the next question, Corey? Next question comes from Hitsugaya. TV or web shows we're currently hooked on, new or rewatching? TV or web shows? I did just finish watching Sound Euphonium. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It pressed all the good anime buttons for me. All the buttons. All okay, the buttons. So I'll, I'll leave it for variety. That's also a number one for me. But I've been saying this, and I get a chance to talk about it. Love Life on HBO Max with Anna Kendrick. I thought you were going to talk about Love Live, which is also an anime about like an, a school idol group. But please continue, Anna Kendrick. Love Life, <laughs> Anna Kendrick. Let me tell you right now. Let me let me tell you right now. Oh, right, right now. So um, imagine Sex and City meets Master of None but told like 500 days of summer. Like that's the show. Ooh, um, yeah. It's, that's a good way it's, to describe it's it. It's like anthological. So like it's Anna Kendrick's character trying to um, come to terms as, you know, er- earlier to mid 20 year old who wants to make better of her life and her career. Um, and also trying to um, consolidate what love really means and is what love means for herself um, in a Tinder world, in a world where, you know, you're, you're a millennial. You're trying to get your career, but you're also trying to find out if you're worthy of having love mm-hmm. in your life. And and finding out like the, the insecurities you have come from your parents and mm. all that all that shit. <gasps> so oh, so close. Good save, I'm too, dude. I'm too, close. Uh, wow. it's, it's so it's so hype. Um but yeah, I I, I love the show. Um I fucking cried like a baby at some episodes. Um and it has, I think, a really positive message about love and 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 like what therapy is in it. You know, obviously in short twenty-five minute episodes, but the music is really great. The acting is really great. It's all female-led cast. And I was like, this is, and then it got, re- got renewed for a, a season two. So I'm like, I'm I'm here I, for I really, it. I don't even know why. I really want to hear your comparison of Love Life versus Love Live. Love Live. Live. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Corey please, and Josh, please do. Um, <laughs> um, I mean. I'm watching Community with my wife 
She's seeing Aww. it for the first time. We just finished Scrubs, which is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Nice. She watched it through for the first time. So she's caught up on that. Now we're doing uh, Community, uh, which this is like my third or fourth time watching it through. But uh, it's it's just, it's a good show. It's brand it's new show. since you're watching with someone who's never watched it. Yeah, exactly. It's like a whole new experience. Josh? Uh, recently, I've uh, been watching either like limited series... Um, like documentary type things like the innocence mm-hmm. files on Netflix watched uh 13th LA 92 a lot of documentary things oh but one that was a series like specifically like a dramatic series was unbelievable on Netflix mm. uh really good show based on a true story um and it it really yeah i don't it's it's kind of dark but uh it's it's really good um, nothing wrong with dark um, I am dark. Yeah, yeah right. you are dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Uh, it's from Sweets two uh, two six one five. How do you think a Lobo movie would work? Who would play Lobo and who would direct? It's a really good question. To me. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you say to me? Oh, I was gonna say to my, my perspective. Go what for I was it. Gonna say, but, okay. Me, I think a good Lobo film is not a Lobo film. Uh, it would establish first off we would have to probably establish a Teen Titans um, uh-huh. and what the threat they, they Lobo fight um, Lobo is You're a space fine. bounty it's hunter okay with know. a motorcycle he's pretty much like as strong as Superman but acts like Deadpool and cannot kind of looks like an undead Wolverine he kind of looks yeah. like what Jason Momoa should have been cast. He looks like if 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 Wolverine went to a Kiss concert, and never left. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. That's very smoke cigars and shit like that. Just um, just search it on your phone real quick, and you'll be like, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so so I would have it where yeah, the Titans are already established, and they fight him, not knowing who he is, and he is a bounty hunter, and he's looking for something. And they don't realize what they're looking for. Pretty much season two of Young Justice. Uh, let's be honest. And they're looking <laughs> yeah. for alien insurgents, which are the Reach. And um, he, you know, because he's like anti-hero to the max. Like he helps out the Justice League, but also he was like, oh, I'm just going to be in your way. So it's like, here's a cool fight. Um, so I would have Lobo coming in. And uh, who I don't know who would play him because Jason Moe is like, the guy to play him, really. Um, I know that's my only answer. I was like trying to think. I was like, who your else description could do it? of what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent accurate. See, hundred percent accurate. I knew. Wow. Uh, I mean, it would have to be Jason Momoa. It's too good of a casting to pass up. Yeah. If uh, uh, if I had to, stretch, I mean, I feel bad for whoever acts Danny as him DeVito. because the actor yeah. would be just told, "Can you Jason Momoa it a little bit more?" Yeah, Danny you know, like that'd be the Just note. put in Danny DeVito instead. Could you? Oh, Danny I would Trail? Love to okay, if time were not an option, Danny Trail. Danny Trail time, could work. If time were not an option, I would say in his prime, uh, like George of the Jungle era, Brendan oh. Fraser as Lobo would be a lot of that fun. That would have been good. If that, that would be, uh, okay. That would be my my. If we can't have Jason Momoa, that's my next. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh, we should direct. Steven Seagal. Direct. Direct. Edgar um, Wright. Oh. Edgar Wright would be cool. Oh. Um, I would love that. A lot. You know who, you know who I'd pick? Uh, who? Um, Steve Mangold. Or John oh. Mangold? James Mangold? James Mangold. Logan? Third Logan. time's the charm. Okay. Um, I can dig it. Is anyone trying to add into that, or, or did we cover all the bases for no, Logan? No, that, that feels... That feels 
I shiny think good. We we covered most of it. Um, I'm trying to make sure we get questions from everyone. There's a couple people who have posted multiple questions. We can move to. Yeah. Um, just double checking here. Yeah, we could start doubling up on questions. Uh, so, <gasps> oh, Mickey Rourke. Oh, Mickey Rourke could be good. Oh, it's a good shit. answer, man. Because I'm going to say it like this: I'm taking the the Hellboy Ron Perlman approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. sixty and could do the fucking uh, thing, and you just have Ricky, Ricky Mickey Rourke on it. I'm, that's it. That's my that's my pick. Huh. I I um, like that. I like I that a lot. It. Um, so we have uh, let's we're gonna double back up here. We got uh, Mr. Bradley P. Asked another question here. Favorite time travel media, essentially movie, TV show, comic book, video game. Time that travel. has to deal with time travel. Doctor yeah, Who. Doctor Who's a good one. It's too. I came in at uh, the ninth Doctor, and I, I I haven't picked up since like Matt Smith. Like mm-hmm. I, I kind of fell off at Matt Smith and didn't come back. And because I know David that it's hard some, to follow up. It's so hard to follow him up, but I know at some point I will. But uh, yeah, Doctor Who's just like I still to this day want to see all of to it. To this day. Oh, look, it's Ali. He's here. He wants to answer a question. Uh, he says, end game. Okay, and then he leaves. He's back. So that's Ali's <laughs> answer is end game. Uh, I'm with like 99% accuracy, I think. Uh, yeah, I think you're probably it. correct. Which is yeah. not a bad, it's like top on, it's pretty close to my list. It's pretty good, yeah. Um, my, just my because num- they use it in the end. What, what's your what's your suggestion? What's your pick, Corey? Uh, I, I would hurt myself if I didn't say Back to the Future. Back mm. in time, yeah. I just oh, think they're just... It's, I have it's, a soft so- spot for both Christopher Lloyd uh, and for Michael J. Fox. And they're just such classic movies, iconic movies. I mean, I was doing that box opening for Magic the other day, and the only thing I could think to sing when I was opening the packages was the theme song to the back Every time. Uh, <laughs> she's got Robert Zemeckis. I mean, like, anyway, I did feel you, like that's that's got to be it. Um, did and you if play we're the Telltale about, games? We did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We did. They were, yeah. They were back uh, in the day. If I want to go with comic book, I would say Flashpoint. Hox Pox. I was going to say Flashpoint, I guess, would be my favorite comic book that deals with time travel. Because uh, I remember my first time reading it just being like, I got this comic for me to read on my, my week-long vacation, and I read it in the, the 90 minutes while I waited for my plane. So that, that I ate that shit up. Flashpoint. Josh, what's your, what's your uh, pick? Shout out to, from the chat, oh. somebody said Bill and Ted. Love that. Um, I guess it's not time travel. I really like yeah. Looper. Looper. Looper was a, I've heard of it. Looper's good. It's Ryan Johnson, baby. Travel. Um, yeah, that'll, that'll be my answer. I, I liked Looper a lot. Um, I know it doesn't get shining reviews, but I dug it. Um, so that'd be fun. Hmm. Oh, here's time one from travel. Uh, Black Mamba here. Oh, wait, Caitlin, did you say, did you say yours yet? I didn't say yes. mine. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, Tom didn't know. <laughs> That's what it was. I was like, someone, I missed someone. Um, I think everyone touched upon all the greats, but I think my number one is going to be Sound of Thunder. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. You guys remember the story, Sound, Sound of Thunder? No. They uh-huh. go back in time, they go hunt for dinosaurs because there's nothing cool to hunt. And it's like, you got to stay on the track. If we fucking do something, oh, you'll destroy the world. Thing? Yeah. And he stomps on a butterfly and kills it. And then the entire world's like totally destroyed. Different. And then at the very end, you hear a Sound of Thunder because he kills the guy. Dig it. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm oh. about that. 
actually uh, uh, to the chat because they're talking a lot about Bill, Bill and Ted. Ted. We're we're very close to uh, San Dimas. It's only like maybe 30, 30 minutes from us. And anytime I drive by San Dimas, I go, San Dimas High School Football Rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Core has another question. Yeah, Black Diablo Mamba asks, uh, what past anime needs to be remastered? Oh. So not this doesn't mean remade, I guess. Remastered just means like, Anime. Up, upgraded or do you mean I guess I'll ask uh, Black Mamba do you mean like remade fresh or new or do you mean just like remastered how they remastered Blu-rays to be like oh this looks great they recolored it they redid the sound all that kind of stuff because if you're talking about remastered my my field opens up much wider because there's a lot of animes I don't want them to redo but remastering is a whole nother thing you know what I mean Mm. Uh, I, I, will, I will say this I'm a big fan of Dragon Ball Z and when they did the Blu-ray remaster I wasn't too much of a fan because they took out hard thick lines on yeah. okay. fresh and fresh new. and new okay. okay so clean slate let's redo it like they did with Full Metal essentially and Fruits Basket a lot yeah yeah uh, Fruits Basket and yeah. uh, there's something else I'm forgetting the, like Sailor Voltron. Moon they redid Sailor Moon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well they, that was Voltron. Crystal but um, like Voltron mm. yeah okay um that's a great mm. question. I don't really Veroni have because Kenshin. I'm. Oh yeah! God damn it! Why did you? Why? Because I knew yeah. you were gonna say it. And I had to get to it first because I really Wait. like it too. What did you say? <sighs> Rurouni Kenshin. Oh. Like a full redo. Oh, I want oh. it. I, only if they have the same voice actors, though. I oh. couldn't do new voice actors. For... Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's too difficult to like do a completely new. That like cast super iconic on ones top are tough. Of new art. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I could handle a, oh. a new a new Kenshin or a new uh, Kairu or anything. What? Yeah, easy. What? Pokemon. Mm. Yeah, complete like brand the original. New. You just have because they were but like they follow have, the origin storyline. They, they didn't have seven hundred Pokemon, so just start oh, brand new where you oh. have seven hundred Pokemon, and he doesn't get to choose his Pokemon. Maybe he gets to capture his Pokemon and he catches a Pikachu. You know, like do do all that shit where it's like, yeah, you you we saw how far you can go with Pokemon. So let's let's re bring it back. Let's in. go. Let's and go like, all the way. Yeah. Oh, I'm st- I'm gonna totally take uh Art Sun Eater's answer here from the chat. Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Mamba says I, I was, you win. I Next yeah. question. It's <laughs> oh, good. It's yeah. good. I mean, the thing is, the last few arcs are like a little meh, but like, but redo I, it. I have the I have the Blu-ray, redo and it. I'm like, it's so good. Change the arcs to however you you see fit. Redo it. I don't. Um, yeah, I don't have enough experience since I'm so new to the anime world. So yeah, you I don't can't have, say my hero. I can't say yeah, my hero because it's, um, it's ongoing. I mean, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. I just loved it so much as is. So see, that's one of the ones I was like, if we're talking remaster, like oh. upgrades, I could do it. But there's certain shows I never want to touch as there's, far as like redo. I yeah. thought of one. That I would yeah. love like a whole brand, just redo the, the whole Speed Racer. Oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Actually. Uh-huh. How cool would that be? Right? It would be, Speed Racer would be great. Well, I mean, the, I think the tough It'd thing would actually be modern stuff. It yeah. would, it, it's actually what would happen that happened to Digimon where it like had new um, animation, but like the entire story kind of changed. It was weird. Anyways. Um, well, is there another question? We were almost, run, we're almost running out. I think I saw one from Doogler. Get in, get in the last yeah, question. Doogler93 says, Oh, I know Tom has done some writing, but have any of you done writing for shows, plays, or anything along those lines? 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Period. Thank you. No, uh, I've done I've done some writing for uh, a few different things. I've done some writing for my web series that I make with Tom called PAs. Um, that's how we met. Yeah, and uh, we're currently. I mean, obviously, because of everything that's going on right now, season two has been uh, postponed until we can actually safely be with each other again. Uh, but I've also done some writing. Uh, I, I went to a performing arts high school and I was in a class that was very encouraging to those kind of things. So my buddy, Zach Schumann, shout out from high school. Uh, Tom may know him as Quen from our D&D group. I was going to say, is that, 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 we wrote that? A, we wrote a one act play um, that broke down reality as if reality were a because all the world's a stage so we broke it down that if reality was a stage what would it be like to meet the people who ran the lights and sound and all that kind of stuff yeah dang nice josh uh yeah i've i've written some uh i've written a couple of like uh one acts and whatnot because i went to i went to school for theater for acting and when you get a degree in theater you actually have to you're not just taking acting classes. You're also taking uh, playwriting and all those stage hand and yeah, all that kind of prop stuff. masters so, and yeah. So did some writing there, and then I actually uh, Bonnie has some scripts that uh, she has written, and I've given ideas, and she's like, "Yeah, let's let's run with that." And she'll story she'll by ask me, like, by. "How do you think I should go with this?" Do and, it. Um. Yeah, I think that's. I know that there's more, but I can't can't think of. Does music Bring count to the forefront? <laughs> Caitlin. I don't know. Uh, I've I've written a couple little sketchy things in the past, but most of the writing I've done in the last couple of years has been script adaptation. So that's like all like anime, foreign shows that get an English dub. You'll get a rough translation. I'll take that. You have to time in when someone starts making sound and time out when someone stops making sound. And I have to take that rough translation and Tetris it to make it look like it was originally coming out of the mouth in English. Um, so that's a lot of what I've done over the last couple of years. Uh, I'm trying to think of, I worked on uh, Willie and the Guardians of the Lake. I worked on uh, La Corazonada. Um there's a there's a couple things floating out there. I'm sure I've forgotten to list them anywhere, but yeah, that's that's it for me pretty much. Tom? Nice. The question literally the question was for us because he <laughs> literally been doing, If you guys haven't known uh, in the in the Twitch chat here, Tom on Thursdays has been doing basically like script analysis, writing breakdown, fun times. Uh, and y'all should join it. It's really good. It's really interesting. I, I just write. Yeah, but. Um. It's not just you don't just sit there and write in silence. Oh, Conversations yeah. happen. I, t- I talk there's, about what I process. There's one more question that we missed. Um, I think there's who? a few more, but I was there's just a lot to of questions for time. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. There's, cool. It's quite a bit of questions. Uh, uh, do we want to round off one last question? Or yeah. What did we... you see? What did you see, Josh? Uh. Sorry, it's way up there. Um. It was one from Schweetz up at the top where they asked, what character would you like to see in the CW superhero show? <gasps> Power Girl. You might and also, actually. I, I also want to be her. Also, maybe please. 
<laughs> the one I wanted is already there. Oh. It's a little British man with, with the cigarette. Constantine. Oh. John Constantine. Oh. Nice. That's all I that's all I really need. Josh. Shout out to the night. CW, CW superhero. Um Oh no, I, I know what it is. The real Barry Allen. I'd like to see him on the show. CW. Um, Actually called Boring Allen. Wow. Wow. Um I I feel weird answering this because I work at the CW. <gasps> Pull back the curtain. <laughs> so everyone run. <laughs> but if I were to put my two cents uh, of something that I would, it would be excited. I would be excited about. Uh, would be Batman. I think it'd be cool oh, to see what they. I would think do. you're not far from it, though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, you have Batwoman. Um, but, you had Gotham, and you had yeah. Batman. You had Kevin Conroy in there. Yeah. Yes, that is true. Um, um, but like an an, an active one. Uh, an active Batman that's a little bit more than just a, like a a side character kind of thing. As much but, uh, as I yeah. love Batman, I could use a little less of Batman right now. Interesting. It's yeah, kind of like I love Iron Man, but Batman. he doesn't he doesn't need to be the plot point of every Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um that's for me, Jessica Cruz Green Lantern. So uh-huh. Jessica Cruz, she has the first lantern's ring, Volthoom. And it's like the most powerful one. But so Hal Jordan got the ring because he can overcome great fear and he has great will. And then every iteration after that was like uh, an expansion on that because Jon Stewart was like, you are the most precise and articulate. And so that's why your constructs are going to be the best. And then there was Guy Gardner who was like, you're the most outlandish guy. So your willpower is really strong. And there's Kyle Rayner who's like, you're imagining, you're an artist. You're literally an animator. So you're, your the idea of what your constructs will be are phenomenal, and he's like the only one that can blend between the color emotional spectrum. Hmm. And Jessica Cruz, I'm skipping Simon Baz, all the love, but Simon Cruz or Jessica Cruz, she was a girl who witnessed her friends get murdered, and hmm. so she has trauma, and so she always feels that she is not the person who should be the Green Lantern. But the ring chooses you, so it's that discovery of like you are strong. You just need to unlock your strength, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I think Jessica Cruz like. I think she's going to be like, it, you know, if she she's like Avatar, the last Airbender. If her, if if the movie wasn't bad, that <laughs> would have been like it. It would have like uh, eclipsed Harry <laughs> Potter. Like if Green oh. Lantern, like with Je- Jessica Cruz, if it's great, it'll be the like female superhero character I, to me. I think. Um, I, I I really can we just get a her. peek at Saint Walker in that show? Mm. Be really cool. Mm. HBO nice. Max Green Lantern Corps. Um, there we go. So nice. that, that's that, all. Is that all the questions we got? Right. Yeah. We have a lot we missed. But, yeah. But um, well, there's a lot everyone of could send nature of the beast if we didn't we'll answer them. Limit. Well, maybe we're, we're, we'll just do this more often. I'm yeah. down. More I'm more down Patreon that. goals, the better. Um, um, but where can they send the questions in case they didn't get answered? Yeah. Uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for watching this. Uh, those that are listening uh, to the audio version, thank you so much for listening. And yes, if you would like to ask us questions, send them over to questions at nerdon.tv. You can also uh, go to nerdon.io backslash questions and that simple little form. If you are a member of the Nerdon Nation, 
you do get what we call a nerd on nudge. There are private servers in our Discord mm-hmm. that are only for nerd on nation members, <laughs> and oh. you get you have servers that are just for submitting questions as nation members. Um, so that's another way that you can do that. Um, but yeah, do join the Nerd on Nation. It is uh, it allows us to be the best that we can be and to grow and to keep growing. And this this was a goal of ours. Uh, we are now over that goal, which is great. Um, it's crazy. But this has been one of our goals, and it's so exciting to be able to do this. Um, lots of tech. And we want to be able to it. do more. Yeah, we want we to be able to do, do more. more. If, the more goals we hit, the more live shows we can do, the more content for you and more chance to hang out with us and you and talk to your beautiful faces. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, if you are new to NerdOn, do check out our website, nerdon.tv. Uh, hang out on this Twitch. We are Ooh. we're here often. <laughs> we are here. Uh, Almost nice. every day, actually. Yeah. Almost every day we are streaming. Um uh, do stop by, rate, and review us wherever you listen to us. Uh, like I said up at the top, we are everywhere. Apple Podcasts, iHeartMedia, Spotify, you name it, we're on it. We uh, do see those reviews. They make yes, us feel... It's like It's like waking up in the morning. And having and like, hot apple pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Throwing and you're it. like, mm, thanks yeah. for in bringing bed. this to me in bed. Mm. I'm going to wake up to hot apple pie. Thank you. That's nice. what a review is With like. With some so vanilla please, bean please. ice cream. Do mm-hmm. leave those reviews. We do read them. They do make us feel nice and warm and fuzzy inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they all also help us grow. Um, that too. Yes, that has Ooh. been this week's Nerd On Update. Thank you so much. We love you all. You know the drill. As always, Nerd, Nerd On. on. <laughs>